0: Computer vision will come within the design industry. It will come to help and empower the current professionals to then just be able to do their current job more efficiently
1: everyone! Thanks for tuning in to Nodes of Design. To help support our mission, spread knowledge, we have a very special guest on today's episode. Let's welcome Florian, who is a co-founder and COO of UIZR Technologies, which is a startup developing AI-powered tools to revolutionize the way how people build software. Florian is also a keynote speaker at various international events evangelizing design. The company he co-founded has been recognized globally and featured in international media such as Wired, Forbes, The Huffington Post, and The Next Web. In this episode, Florian had shared great insights on designing for computer vision, we had discussed on what is computer vision and how designers can use the power of computer vision with ML and deep learning in designing beautiful experiences. We also spoke on how to ensure consistent experience while planning for computer vision and how do they craft their product towards the accessibility. In the end, we spoke on the scope of the computer vision with ML in shaping the future of the design. We also discussed on the few innovation process that the Uizar team has done while building this technological innovation that they have brought out to the design ecosystem. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and on every Friday, we release new episodes with different creative leaders from around the world to help you better understand different concepts related to design. So don't forget to tune in to Notes of Design every Friday. With that being said, happy designing everyone. Hi Florian, welcome to Nodes of Design. It's a pleasure hosting you today on our show. Thank you. Thank you, Tej. I'm very happy to be here. So Florian, how's your day going?
0: Everything is going fine. It's uh, very busy, life in the startup, but that's uh, that's always a good sign.
1: So Florian, if you could give a brief about yourself to our audience out there.
0: Absolutely. So I'm Florian van Schreiber. I'm half Dutch, half Swiss. I have a background myself in uh, international business and management, but we will focus on entrepreneurship in general. I started Wizard as one of the co-founders nearly three years ago now, around two and a half years ago. And in the me, I'm uh, the one of the co-founders and responsible for operation, the business side, and marketing.
1: So what was your journey into building UiZard and how did you guys start basically? So the whole project
0: started with Tony, one of my co-founders. He used to work within the uh, web development industry. He was a front-end developer himself. He started getting pretty frustrated about the redundant tasks while building websites. Uh, At this point, he decided to to go back to school, study machine learning, going depth with that. And then graduating from that, he started playing around. He already had a full-time job. and started thinking, can I now use the new technology that I've um, learned to then solve some of the problems I used to have within web front-end development. And that's when he came up with the Pixel code paper, which was one of the first papers to really show how you could leverage AI to do automated coding. From there, that's when the four co-founders, we joined together to start the company, Wizard. Uh, At that point, we decided to take a step back and really look at the workflow and then started looking with this new technology of computer vision, where could we really bring a lot of value? And that's where we identify that actually very early in the step, the ideation phase, which everyone needs to go through, 87% of the people would start by sketching by hand on a piece of paper, on a whiteboard, on a tablet, anything. But they start by sketching by hand. And at the end of this, it's a dead end. These sketches, these wireframes get put aside and then someone needs to re create them digitally to be able to move forward. And that's where we started, we decided, okay, let's try to uh, to understand that area better and train new models to be able to do this automatically, to start removing that hurdle and that redundant part from the workflow, allowing people to just iterate and brainstorm as fast as possible.
1: Wow, that's a wonderful journey, Florian. So basically, UISR utilizes a lot of computer vision and machine learning algorithms, right? So if you could help us break down what exactly is computer vision and how designers can utilize the power of computer vision with ML and deep learning and designing for beautiful experiences.
0: So uh, while we, we hear the terms computer vision, machine learning, AI a lot in the news lately, uh, computer vision is a field that is part of machine learning, which is then part of um, AI in general. So computer vision itself is more or less when a computer gets a higher level understanding from digital images or videos. So what we do with that is that we trained a, a models to, or in this way to then understand a user interface or wireframe the same way a person does, which means that uh during the moment of converting it to a digital wireframe or during the moment of producing front-end code from it, since the computer understands more the intent behind the wireframe, the code that comes with it is also much cleaner and much easier to use. What we see a lot with computer vision and how it will affect designers in general is uh, at the beginning, we had a lot of people that were worried if they would be replaced by AI in general. This is something you hear from all the different industries, but that's something that we absolutely don't see happen. The way we see it evolve is that AI will work alongside these professionals. They will empower them and they will really help them being more efficient by automating redundant tasks, but also help them uh, just pop more quickly and go further, just empower them to create better and more powerful apps. The human beings in this equation will always be needed to really bring the creativity uh, within the app and the tool.
1: Thank you so much, Florian. So, Florian, how did you ensure a consistent experience while planning for computer vision? And how do you craft your product towards accessibility? Um, so, when working with
0: AI, it's very different than uh, traditional software development. Um, there is always this element of magic, where you train models, but you don't always know what the outcome will be until you, you test it and train it and go through it. Um, so, it is very difficult to to, to get this 100% uh, consistent experience all the time. But what we've done is we, we've we started looking at uh, how actually designers currently wireframe we started looking at the entire language that they use in terms of creating a square uh, a box with a cross inside of it representing an image and from that we started creating what, what what we call a sketching guide which is all the different elements that we recognize within wizard and that we showcase to the members that they can look through to be able to get the best experience so what we've done is that after creating the the models based on the best practices of what the professionals were using we then also give them the guide of what what we understand right now, to be able to, to have this consistent experience. Uh, in addition to that with accessibility, so accessibility is something that is very important to us. We are still very early in the process of making the, the company, uh, but it is something that we're continuously thinking about. We can see, for example, that with the sketching guide, one of the things that people can do uh, or, for, for example, people that are physically impaired, they could Uh, print out the sketching guide and start cutting all the different elements. It's more pieces of paper, which they can then themselves rearrange on on, on a table or somewhere to actually start prototyping themselves. So in this case, you can see already some of the early signs of people that have impairments being able to use it. But it is something that we're still continuously looking into to be able to open as much as possible.
1: Thank you so much, Florian for taking us through your the accessibility part of the uiz art so what is the scope of computer vision with ml in shaping the future of design
0: so what i see very much with uh, the scope of computer vision with the future of design in general is what i was mentioning earlier as well is that computer vision will come within the design industry it will come to help and empower the current professionals to then just be able to do their current job more efficiently to have more opportunity to focus on the creativity part and to to focus much more on the value-driven part of the job that they currently do. So, what we see very much is that they would just live alongside the professionals to make their life better part that I really want to um, emphasize is the part of the replacement of the jobs because this is definitely one of the things that we've heard the most at the beginning or the biggest scare. So the main thing that I really see with, with ML in general is that, as I said, it's not going to be a replacer; It's going to be an enhancer. But I think that we also see a lot of new technologies coming out with ML and with computer vision within the design industry in the near future. It's only a matter of time.
1: Thank you so much, Florian. So what is the process of innovation did you go through while building UISR? So while
0: building with it uh, from the beginning we knew that we're working on cutting-edge technologies we're working on something that is not available out there so for all the developers and all the engineers working on it when they come and and they reach a problem they cannot simply google it to find the answer to be able to to uh, overcome this what we've done is that we've really focused on uh, hiring a uh, a team of the most talented Uh, ML engineers that we could find, but also engineers that are very diverse in terms of where they come from, some of the backgrounds they've had and everything. Because we strongly believe that that is what fosters the innovation and the creativity. And that was the only possible way for us to be able to break through this um, this, and and make cutting edge technology in general. Uh, What we've done as well, for example, when you look at the process of innovation, which is also described in different phases, the first phase of it, which is the research phase of it, is one that we spend a lot of time. That's where we really went out interviewing as many designers, as many developers, as many product managers, anyone that is within the industry of creating prototypes and ideating as fast as possible to understand what was the problems, what was the frustrations that they were having right now. And from that, that's really allowed us to go into, into building this cutting edge technology. Right now, we're very much into the implementation phase where we've already done the, the development and we're in the phase where we're also bringing this product to the markets to be able to be used on a wider scale.
1: Yes, Florian, and indeed, I believe UAZ is a very innovative product because it just takes off all the time a normal designer spend after sketch and getting it done on Sketch of Figma RXT. So it, it saves a lot of time in that way. So on a concluding note, any words of advice that you want to suggest to the young designers out there?
0: Definitely. So what I would say is keep your keep your eyes open for new tools in general. So what we've seen is that the design industry, especially the digital design industry, is a very new industry. It's just a few decades old. And what we can see is that in those few decades, the amount of toolings that are appearing to be able to answer the needs of, of designers is tremendous. So what we've seen is that the, the the entire industry has moved faster than its tooling. So a lot of the designers were stuck with tools which are not meant, for example, for prototyping, which are not meant for specific tasks that they're doing in the daily job, but which are being used because there's no better alternative. And in the last five to ten years, we've really seen these tools coming to the market. So I would say as the best tip for designers, the field moves so fast that stay up to date. Make sure you read what's happening out there, what the best practices are doing. And on top of that, also keep an eye open for the new toolings that are coming out there, which will make your life easier and better.
1: Thank you so much, Florian, for your wonderful time. It was really great hosting you and we are looking forward to hosting you again in our further coming episodes. Thank
0: you very much, Dave. It was great to be here.